When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, guys? Welcome to Wrestling World. Welcome to another exciting episode of Wrestling World because we can now finally say, after weeks and weeks of anticipation, Jeff Hardy is now all elite. Yes, you've heard it on the Wrestling World podcast. Jeff Hardy has now signed with All Elite Wrestling, debuting this past Wednesday night. Stepping in the ring with his brother, Matt Hardy. Saving him from a beatdown. I think myself and everyone else were waiting in anticipation for Jeff Hardy. We all knew it was going to happen. And now we can finally say Jeff Hardy is now all elite. Now, like I said, this is no big surprise. This has been rumored for weeks and weeks. So at this point, we've all kind of expected it. And Jeff Hardy, weeks before he even debuted this past Wednesday, he even confirmed it before. He said he would be going to All Elite Wrestling. Nobody really knew when or how or when it was going to happen. But we finally saw it this past Wednesday. And I'm excited because think about the endless possibilities now. Not only do we get to see the Hardy Boys together once again but now we could potentially see the character of Willow debut in AEW Jeff Hardy's alter ego now I've talked about this before in a previous episode I did titled Jeff Hardy's Willow character and I talked about the possibility of Jeff Hardy potentially debuting his character Willow in AEW because it's something we wanted to see in WWE, but we never, we never got a chance. Maybe Jeff Hardy didn't have the creative freedom. I have heard rumors before that he pitched ideas to do the Willow character in WWE, but it never happened. So, being the, the great promotion that AEW is right now, and it seems they, they give a lot of creative freedom to their talent. Much like how they gave, you know, Matt Hardy creative freedom with everything he's been doing at AEW so far. Could we potentially see Willow in AEW? I mean, honestly, if we do, <laughs> the first match I would book, <laughs> well, maybe, well, not the first match, but I would love to see Dan Housen versus Willow. Now, I I know what you're thinking. It would be crazy, right? But could you imagine the promos? Because, honestly, as silly of a gimmick Danhausen is, it is over, and I enjoy it, and I could just see the promos with Jeff Hardy. As Willow. It would be something. But even if we don't get Willow guys. We still have the Hardy boys. Now I don't think Matt Hardy's ever won a tag team championship. In AEW. If I'm not mistaken. I have been away for a few months. But I do pay attention. I don't think he's won a tag team championship yet. But I know one thing's for sure. He hasn't won a tag team championship with his brother Jeff in AEW. And this past Wednesday, they kind of teased their first feud as a tag team. With Darby Allin and Sting. So could we see Darby Allin and Sting versus the Hardy Boys? Now if you remember, Victory Road, TNA, 2011... It was Jeff Hardy versus Sting. 
Jeff Hardy, you know, he was kind of on drugs that night. He, you know, very inebriated that night. That whole night was a mess for Jeff Hardy. And it's something a lot of people remember. It's something, you know, Sting remembers. So this potential feud right now has, you know, a backstory to it. Jeff and Sting have a backstory from what happened in 2011. But now is Jeff Hardy's chance to rewrite his story. Jeff Hardy has now been given a second chance to do something new with Sting and work with Sting again. Because I believe that Jeff Hardy deserves a second chance. And what better way to do it than an AEW? I also think Jeff Hardy versus Darby Allen would be a pretty good match too. Darby Allen is another talent that is very over with the fans. And I think him and him and um Jeff Hardy would have a pretty good feud. But all in all, like I said, it is exciting to see the Hardy boys back in pro wrestling together. What I found funny about Wednesday night, and I want to point this out real quick, is that, you know, as we're waiting for Jeff Hardy to come out, waiting in anticipation, we finally hear his music hit. Jeff Hardy runs down to the ring, takes time to do his Hardy dance, and then helps his brother. I I found that funny. That he would take the time to, to do his dance and then help his brother who's getting jumped by, what, three... Four guys right now. I just found that funny. I found that amusing. What I, what I also found pretty cool was that they let him use his music from WWE, which a lot of people found confusing because everybody kind of assumed that WWE owns rights to that theme song. Well, maybe they don't because if you remember, CM Punk is using his Cults of Personality theme song in AEW right now. So did WWE ever own rights to his music either? I mean, how does that go? Maybe they didn't own rights at all, you know? Maybe Tony Khan pulled some strings. Who knows? I also read a rumor a little while ago that WWE could be could potentially sue AEW because of Jeff Hardy's 90-day contract. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, you know, we did see Jeff Hardy debut this Wednesday. So could WWE, you know, start taking shots? If I'm WB right now, I wouldn't. Because they already got their backs against the wall. They released the guy. They released Jeff Hardy on um, ridiculous accusations. So cut the guy a break would be my opinion. You know, because Jeff Hardy, he's, he's just gone through enough. That's a guy who should have never been released by WWE to begin with. Who should have, you know, had one more run as a world champion. Who showed up every day to do his job. So if WWE pulls the pulls this trigger and starts suing AEW AEW for um for Jeff Hardy's non compete clause It would make them look like the most shittiest company in the world. And like I said, they already got their backs against the wall, so why would they go any further? Because I've said before, AEW has swept the rug right from under them. And with all these new signings 
how will they retaliate? I've said that numerous times. Um, but with Jeff Hardy, you know, joining this company for the first time, maybe for him, now it's a breath of fresh air. Because, like I said, you know, now maybe he could use his creative creativity a little bit. We know he's a very talented person. We know what he can do. He's a musician. He's a painter. He can work as a heel, a baby face, whatever. So if you think back to, you know, what he'd been through with WWE in the last few months and where he's at now, you've got to think he's in a better position. Not, you know, mentally, but creative, cre- creatively. So I definitely think this is a big thing. Not only for AEW, but for Jeff Hardy. For Matt Hardy. You know, for Private Party, we could see you know, Private Party versus the Hardy Boys now. FTR versus the Hardy Boys. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus the Hardy Boys. I mean, the possibilities are endless right now, guys. And you could just see the excitement on Matt's face, the pure joy of being reunited with his brother. What a what a good feeling that was. If you have siblings, you understand the happiness in Matt Hardy's face and Jeff Hardy as well. So this was exciting for them. And anytime the Hardy boys get together, you know it's going to be good. You know it's going to be exciting. It's going to be worth the watch. And let's be honest, you know, the tag team division right now in AEW, it's good, but it's got ten. It's just gotten ten times better with the Hardys. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm excited, though. I'm excited for the future of AEW. Jeff looks to be in great shape. He looks to be healthy. I know he keeps his body in good condition. He does yoga every morning. This guy, you know, he's put his body through hell. But he definitely looks to be in great shape. And... I wish him a good run in AEW because the man deserves it with the always been through. So with that, I wish Jeff Hardy well. And I'm excited. I would also like to see Malachi Black and Jeff Hardy go at it. I think that'd be a cool feud. I'm just going to throw that out there too. Um, <laughs> it, just, it just popped in my head, so I figured... Whatever, but I think that would be a pretty cool feud if you think about it. The possibilities are endless, I'll say it again. We could also see CM Punk versus Jeff Hardy. A feud that happened in WWE. An exciting feud, if that. You know, after the CM Punk versus Jeff Hardy feud, Jeff Hardy left WWE for a little bit, went went to TNA Impact. That was years ago. So maybe they can revisit that feud as well. And I think that would be awesome because there's a lot of backstory to that too. And if they would ever decide to turn CM Punk heel, that would be it. You know, have CM Punk preach about being straight edge and and bring up the past and, and Jeff Hardy's past as well. With WWE and everything and turn it into a feud and just, you know, get that feud going again. I think that'd be exciting. 
because we all know CM Punk and Brick is a heel. He's done it before, and he's done some excellent work. We all know the man can get a promo. So I think that would be cool. Because I'm a CM Punk fan, and I'm a Hardy fan, so I don't know who I'd want to win that. Because I'm a fan of both. But knowing Tony Khan, he'll give the fans what he wants, regardless of what we see. Um, I know they'll build up Jeff Hardy within these next few weeks. I know they'll continue to build him up, and I know they'll tease a tag team run. And they'll build up to that. I would like to see this feud with Sting and Darby Allen. I think that's the perfect start for Jeff Hardy's run. And I, th- and, I, and I think also, I think this benefits Matt Hardy, you know, too, because yes, Matt Hardy's had a decent run in AEW. I can't say it's been great. But this kind of helps him out a little more, too. Because now they can get things going with him. So... I'm excited, guys. I know I say that a lot, but how could you not be excited for pro wrestling right now? Because you, we just don't know what's going to happen right now. Tony Khan is, like I've said, he's playing a chess game with WWE right now. How are they going to capitalize? They can't. There's no way possible. It's, it, they're taking one after another. It's just, it's insane. And I'm enjoying it. Growing up a WWE fan, you know, watching them take a turn. And then AEW just coming and sleeping the rug, man. It, it's insane. Tony Khan 1, Vint 0, that's what I think. (laughs) Or Tony Khan 10, Vint 0, put it that way. Because he is just one step ahead each time, each week, every week. I mean, it's, 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 it's insane how far this company has come within three years. And I can't give enough praise to AEW right now because they know what they're doing. AEW Revolution was a great show. We saw CM Punk versus MJF, and they put on one hell of a match. Chris Jericho versus Kingston. Chris Jericho turning heel this past Wednesday, forming a new stable, turning on the inner circle. And we all know Chris Jericho is good as a heel. I honestly, I prefer Chris Jericho as a heel than to see him as a babyface because that's when Chris Jericho does his best work. That's when Chris Jericho does well on the mic. And I believe I said in my last episode what great shape Chris Jericho is in right now. And before I wasn't saying that months ago because he was in pretty bad shape and you can tell. So it is good to see Chris Jericho back in shape. It is good to see him finally turn heel and, and do his own thing. Not saying I didn't like the inner circle stable he was in. But, but let's be honest, Chris Jericho doesn't need a stable. You know, how many times have we seen Chris Jericho in a stable in WWE? Chris Jericho has always been a solo heel for most of his career. And he shines. Because this is a guy that can get you to turn on him like a switch. You, you can go from loving the guy to hating the guy just instantly. That's how good he is on the mic. That's how good he can get you to turn on him. Now, I'm not saying the whole feud with Santana and Ortiz has been exciting. And I will say that's probably because mostly Jericho's been a babyface. So the heel turn, in order to make this 
this feud work and this storyline work and bring a little interest to it, yes, turn Jericho Hill. And they did it at the right time where nobody saw it coming. Because I think at this point, everybody expected Santana, Santana and Ortiz to turn heel against Jericho. And that'll be it. You know, they probably figured, you know, Jericho come out of the baby face as one of the top baby faces. But no, they flipped the script on us. And now we see Jericho as the heel. That's what we needed. We need a little more interest to this because, let's be honest, like I said, the storyline wasn't doing that great. It was pretty boring. Not not saying Jericho is boring, but he, he needs to be a, a heel. Because, like I said, that's where he does his best work. And adding Jake Hager to the mix, I think, was the right touch. Because Jake Hager, being the big guy he is, makes it ten times better. And putting him in a new hill stable, now I just said Jericho doesn't need a new stable. But he's in this new hill stable. So maybe I should reword what I said. Maybe I should say Jericho doesn't need to be in a baby face stable. You know, um, Jericho can make a hill stable work. We've seen it with the inner circle. Do I prefer Jericho as a solo heel just by itself? Of course. And who knows if he'll even stay a part of this stable for long. Because I feel like eventually, I feel like people will want to see Jericho by himself. I feel like that's what needs to happen. He needs to break away from these stables completely. And, you know be a singles competitor. But right now, this really isn't about Chris Jericho. It's about putting these younger guys over, making these guys look good, and just going out there and having fun. Because right now, you know, Chris Jericho, let's be honest, his career is winding down. Um, Who knows if he'll see a real championship again. So Chris Jericho is just doing what he can. He'll wear baby face, you know. But he's getting a pop in the crowd every time. And you can tell Jericho is just enjoying this. And I'm honestly glad he stuck around. I'm glad he stuck around for as long as he did because the man was out of shape and I thought the guy would retire, to be honest. But he's in better shape now, thank God. And... Thankfully, he's a hill. And when Jericho's a hill, he shines. And when Jericho's a hill, it's entertaining. So I do expect this feud to be a little bit better than what it was. I do expect everybody to play their role. And it should be a decent feud. So... It definitely was a surprise. I, I, I didn't see it coming. But what perfect way to bring new eyes to this feud and bring interest to this feud because it definitely needed to happen. So what happens next? Do we see the inner circle versus um, Jericho's Appreciation Society, whatever his name is. Do we, do we see that? Will we see more guys added to Jericho's group? And who will take Jericho's place in the inner circle? You know, could we see Tony Khan sign somebody else? You know, there's got to be something. There's got to be more to this feud. And I feel like there's more. I feel like this is where Tony Khan signs another big name that we don't know about and they debut. And just out of nowhere, you know, they they, they align themselves with the inner circle and we get um, a decent feud. 
I feel like something big is about to happen. I feel like Tony Khan has something up his sleeve because I don't feel like this is just it. Because if you think about it, you know, it's Santana Ortiz, what's uh, Sammy Guevara. And I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. I probably am. Um, Jake Hager, he aligned himself with Jericho. So that's what, three versus what, four? So there's got to be more. And it has been rumored before that Tony Khan was signing some new talent. So, like I said, I just feel like there's there's something going to happen. And I will be paying attention the next few weeks to see what happens. And the second something does happen, I will report it on here. Could we see Wyndham Rotunda? Could it be, could we finally see Wyndham Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt? You know, could it be somebody already on the AEW roster that, that could take the inner circle over like I said it's just it's makes you wonder but I'm guessing it's going to be pretty interesting over the next few weeks to see how this feud unfolds to see what Jericho's explanation is for turning on the inner circle because Jericho he always gives like the best explanations for when he turns heel. <laughs> like like I said, he he can get you to turn on him like a switch. He's probably in my top five when it comes to promos. Because I remember being younger and hating Jericho whenever he feuded with Shawn Michaels. But that's when you're doing your best heel work is when you know the fans are hating you. That's when you know you're a good heel. Like MJF, for example. MJF is so good on the mic, and he's so good at staying in character, even behind the curtain. The guy never breaks character, and that's what makes him such a good heel. He has some really good mic skills. And the stuff he's been doing with CM Punk here lately, especially at Revolution, and the promos leading up to it have been great. The blood, the promos, the dog collar match. It's all been great. And what better way to, you know, bring CM Punk back to wrestling with a big feud like this. And the dog collar match, man, it was brutal. There was so much blood. Something you would never see on WWE anymore. But man, did they put on a show. Man, was that such a good match. From start to finish, it was just great. And who do you give credit to but Tony Khan? Who do you give credit to but CM Punk and MJF for putting on this match? And this will only elevate MJF, like I said before. Cause, because he is such a good heel already. I do expect MJF to feud with Warlow coming back. As Warlow did turn on MJF this past Sunday at Revolution. So I expect something big. I also expect a big push for Warlow as a babyface. Because everybody has been waiting and waiting for Warlow to finally turn on MJF. And for Warlow to get a babyface push. And with the promo that Warlow cut on Wednesday night... I expect nothing but big things from Wardlow if he has pushed. I, honestly, I could see him as the new TNT champion within the next few months. So, you know, a lot of things are happening right now in AEW. A lot of things. Adam Cole joining AEW. CM Punk, Moxley returning, Daniel Bryan and Moxley, William Regal joining AEW, which is insane. You know William Regal from NXT, from his years in WWE, WCW. 
I'm a big William Regal fan. The guy is a mat technician. Um, if you don't believe me, go check his out. Go check out his WWE, WCW matches. Sorry, <laughs> go check out his WCW matches. Pref- specifically, his match against Goldberg was one of my favorite matches. Uh, how good he was in that match was just insane. And it is great to see him in AEW, but it is great to also see him praise the younger talent like Moxley and Brian Danielson. Him him praising Brian Danielson like he did, calling him the perfect wrestler and saying this is the wrestler he should have been was great. I mean, giving him that kind of praise was just insane. You could see the happiness on Brian Danielson's face because let's be honest Brian Danielson is a great wrestler Brian Danielson is a good technician when it comes to wrestling he even said that he wants to teach these younger guys how to wrestle properly he is there to elevate new talent but to put on a good show as well that's how good Brian Danielson is Now, I'm not too, I can't say I'm too excited about Brian Danielson and Moxley, you know, teaming. I am a fan of Moxley. I do like his style. He is given a lot of criticism, but I, I do like him. I, I just, I don't see how well they're going to do as a team. Um, I, I was liking it at first, but the more I think about it, it's, it's just too different. I just feel like Brian Danielson is a better singles competitor. I don't know. I, I, He's another candidate for the TNT Championship. I could just see it happening. So, so that's definitely something that I could see happening. But um, it's something to think about because, yeah, I would like to see Brian Danielson in a solo run. Then you gotta think the Hardy Boys have just returned as a tag team. So could we see Moxley and Danielson versus the Hardy Boys? Be pretty cool. Be different, you know, different styles. Old school versus new school. Or old school versus um, I don't even know what you would call it. <laughs> Because um, you know Brian Danielson has been, has been a while, around a while too. You know he's a veteran as well from his Ring of Honor days. So that would be cool. Um, so hey, I, I might have to like, uh, you know, reword what I said because the thought of that, the, the thought that just popped in my head of having the Hardys. And Danielson and, and Moxley in the ring together, I think would be a pretty cool. You know, and having William Regal by their side managing them, managing them, what better role for William Regal right now? It's it's such a good role. Now I did read that they put him on the active roster. Now, I don't know if that means he will be stepping in the ring at all. There are possibilities for William Regal to step in the ring, but at his age, I don't see that happening. We didn't really see William Regal in the ring during his NXT days, so I don't really expect anything less. I don't expect more. Um, but we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm just I want to say that now because I did read rumors that he could step in the ring. I don't know if that's true, I, but I highly doubt it. Given that he never really stepped in the ring in NXT, and, and given his age, I just don't see it happening. Um, these rumors are crazy. You know, when I read that rumor, I was kind of like, hmm, I don't know. But. These journalists, man, they'll put anything out to get people talking. And another rumor that's been going on around for days and clickbait everywhere is that Cody Rhodes 
is leaving AEW. I, for one, I don't think he's leaving AEW because he, um, no, the Young Bucks actually, excuse me, the Young Bucks have actually said that it was just a work to get people talking. But I did also read rumors that he'll be at WrestleMania now. If you've watched WWE pay-per-views before, you know, a lot of these rumors you can't always believe because you watch the live events and you'll say, oh, well, this didn't happen. But this is what the, you know, these journalists are saying is going to happen. And it's not it's not always what happens, you know. A lot of times people just want to get you reading their articles and get you wanting to, you know, hit their videos on YouTube, but a lot of it is just clickbait. You can't really believe what you see anymore when it comes to news articles. And when it is true, it's usually spoilers, and and, and they ruin the event for you, which sucks. Take Takes you back to the Royal Rumble this year. The spoilers and everything ruin the Royal Rumble. Um... Jeff Hardy signing with AEW. It really wasn't a spoiler because Jeff Hardy confirmed it himself, but um, CM Punk, you know, I, I think he's a, he's a good example because I think if, if it was kept as a surprise, it would have been, you know, better, but these journalists, they ruin it for you, and they ruin so much, and you can't really believe what they say. I, I personally, I don't know if the Cody thing is true. I don't really believe it, but... Um, given all the time he's put in AEW, but you got to think as well. He, you know, he's he's doing a TV show on TBS. Um, he's doing this reality show with his wife. I believe they just had a baby. I'm not sure. Um, I do believe he's maybe even taking a backstage role in AEW. I don't know. I do know that he is performing, but he could also, you know, have a lot to do with what goes on backstage behind the scenes. So he could just be taking time off. Or, you know, maybe he is leaving AEW. I don't, I don't, but like I said, I don't believe that, given all the time he's putting AEW and, and making AEW what it is. Like him or hate him. Cody Rhodes has, you know, put a lot of time into creating what we see now on TV today, which is AEW along with the Young Bucks, along with the Omega. They've they've created what we've seen and 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 it's great. Because I honestly didn't think that AEW would last this long. I didn't think they would do this well. But what we're seeing now is phenomenal. Speaking of phenomenal, how long before AJ Styles comes to AEW? It's bound to happen sooner or later, guys. I don't know. Well, I don't know because I I think he just signed a new deal, so I'm not really sure. But it would be something. I don't know. crazy to see all the guys you've watched in WWE now jumping ship to AEW. But if you think about it, you got to compare it to the Ruthless Aggression era. And that's, that's a, when, I, when I watch AEW, I think a lot about the Ruthless Aggression era and what it used to be. When I think of WWE 10 years ago and what it was. Because a lot of what WWE was 10 years ago is what it kind of reminds you of what you're seeing from AEW now. You got CM Punk, you got Jeff Hardy, you got the Hardy Boys, you got, you know, Christian, CM Punk, all these guys. And it's crazy to say, but it's like WWE's turned into like Impact Wrestling to where they just have, they have talent, but they're just not, they're not used properly. They're not the storylines aren't that great anymore. They throw this guy here, this guy there in a match. You see the same repetitive stuff every week. 
to work with AEW, they kind of keep it fresh, you know. Um, their main events are good. Storylines are good. The storylines are actually better. Now, the storylines weren't great in AEW before, but they have gotten better. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, the new talent. Your, your big star makers, your MJFs, your CM Punks, your Matt Hardys. Guys like that, you know, now you got William Regal and Brian Danielson and Moxley and all this talent. You know, it's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. I've said that numerous times because honestly, like I said, I feel like a kid again with watching pro wrestling. It's very hard to say anything bad about AEW, but one thing I will say about AEW. I do wish that they would use, you know, guys like Dan Housen more. Um, sometimes I feel like they don't use Orange Cassidy enough, Cassidy enough. I do know he's injured now, but I would like to see him in the ring a little more. Dan Housen, um, I want to speak about him real quick because I did mention him in the podcast in the beginning. Um... Now, if you if you've listened to Wrestling Road in the beginning, you know I'm a a big old school wrestling fan, and I've always said that if I can get into the gimmick and the storyline, that I can get into the wrestler. If the wrestler cut a good promo, I can get into the wrestler. Um, now normally I would criticize characters like Dan Housen. And when he first debuted on AEW, I thought, hmm, what is this? This is different. So I, I saw that debut and I'm thinking, okay, what is, like, what is this? What do, I, what do I think of this? So I started Googling Dan Housen and watching YouTube videos and his interviews and everything. And, and I got to say, the guy has grown on me. And I'm actually a Dan Housen fan. So I do wish they would use him more because I, I do like the character. And I do like the origin of the character, Dan Housen, which he described it as Conan, an evil Conan O'Brien. Yes, Conan O'Brien. Yeah, and it's crazy to, to, to think that. But it, it, it's, it's kind of cool, you know, see where this originated from. Um, the man behind the character, he, he's done like one out of character interview which is it's kind of cool to see main character not a character, which is always something I've been interested in. You know, wrestlers going from being in character to out of character, breaking kayfabe and stuff like that. Um, the character itself, you know, um, I I don't I wouldn't even know how to describe the character. He claims to be very evil, very nice. Um, when I first saw the character, I'm thinking. Is this a vampire? Is this a demon? You know, what is he? But the the cool thing, but but the more I think about what he is, the cool thing I like about this is that he doesn't really say what he is. He does say that he could put a curse on you. But the reason I, I think it's so cool is that, you know, I think the fans can kind of make their own perspective of what he is and just kind of have their own belief to what he is. And I, I like that direction because you want to keep Dan Housen, you know, interesting. You want to keep him, um, you want to keep people guessing. And if the fans can make their own belief of what he is and they could stay interested long enough, then he will definitely work. But when he first debuted on AEW, I thought they would do more with him. Um, but so far he's just been, you know, walking to the apron with Orange Cassidy and we're not really seeing much of him. We're not seeing promos. We're not seeing no backstage segments, you know, we're not seeing no matches. I figured there'd at least be a, an in-ring match or something, but there really hasn't been much. And I feel like that's a disappointment and I feel like they need to use him more, which is why I said the possibility of Dan Housen versus Willow. And I don't want to jump the gun by saying that because I know Jeff Hardy's 
I know he just came to AEW. But how cool would it be to jumpstart Danhausen and AEW by having him feud with Willow? Because let's be honest, yes, Danhausen, he wrestled for Ring of Honor, but it doesn't seem like a lot of people really knew who he was until he came to AEW. I'm sure a few people knew who he was in Ring of Honor, you know, of course. But from a, a lot of what I read, it seems like a lot of people really didn't know who he was until he came to All Elite, All Elite Wrestling. So what better way to get new eyes to Danhausen than to have him feud with some a big name like Hardy, have him feud with a, a big character like Willow the Wisp. So I would like to see them do more um, than to just come to the ring and and um, be a manager or whatever. I would like to see him cut a promo once in a while because the character is very interesting. If you read his interviews and his stuff on Twitter, it is very interesting. The voice he does, you know, the wacky stuff, the curses. And I and I said a little bit ago that it's very cool because, you know, fans can make their own interpretation of him. When I look at a character like Dan Housen, um... I think of it as very different. It's wacky, but it's over with the fans. It's entertaining. And I've kind of drawn my own theory to what Dan Housen is. Um, when I look at Dan Housen, I see one of those 1920 silent movies, like a vampire silent movie. When I look at Dan Housen, like a Nosferatu type um, gimmick, and if you don't know, don't know who Nosferatu is, look him up on Google. He was a nineteen twenty vampire, and nineteen twenty movie, or nineteen thirties even. I'm not sure, but when you look at Danhausen, that's that's I don't know. I, I kind of see a an old movie in black and white of like a vampire. It's 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 weird, but it is um, just what I see. But that's the cool thing about Danhausen's characters. You can like, you know, have your own guess of what, to what you think Danhausen is, or what he reminds you of, or, or you can you know make your own comparison to something. And I think that's what makes Danhausen's character so cool is that you know everybody can have their own opinion of his character. He really doesn't have to be a vampire. He doesn't have to be a you know. Um, what he is, he you know, everybody can just make their own opinion of what he is. He he can do different things. He can be funny, he can be a heel, he can be evil, he can be nice. And I think that's what makes his character unique because you don't really know what he's gonna do. He can do all these things and be entertaining. It's definitely not a character you'll take serious, but it's definitely entertaining. It's definitely over with the fans and I think a lot of kids Especially kids would would get behind this character. Because char you know, kids love characters like these. So I definitely think that they need to do more with Danhausen. Because I'm I'm enjoying the character. Even Jim Cornette is enjoying it, which is something you would never expect. Because like myself, you know, Jim Cornette is, is an old school wrestling fan. And when I read that, you know, Jim Cornette is a fan of Danhausen and a fan of Danhausen's work, I was shocked because it's not something I expected. So it is definitely cool to see, you know, Jim Cornette get behind a character like Danhausen. Um, I would like to, you know, dig more into Danhausen and talk more about him in an episode. I do want to watch more about Danhausen and and his promos and. And I do want to see more of his in-ring work. I haven't seen very many matches of Danhausen, but I, I do want to, you know, dig deeper and, and see more of this guy. See what his in-ring work's like. But but I, like I said, I would de I definitely hope they do more with him in the future. Um, than to just be a ring manager because he's he's very over right now with the fans. 
And I know it doesn't seem like it, but if you pay attention to Twitter and, you know, social media, he's buried over a lot of people like Dan Housen, like, you know, like myself. I'm a, I'm a I guess you could say I'm a fan Housen. <laughs> um, so I got to give credit to the guy, you know, gimmicks these days. Like Dan Housen, they wouldn't fly probably today. A lot of gimmicks like Dan Housen wouldn't work. Especially in a promotion like WWE, thankful he's an AEW though. Um, so for him to be able to make a character like this work, and be so over with the fans it is great. Because you know wrestling fans, they're very critical of what they see. You know they'll criticize anything, especially characters like Dan Housen. So for him to be able to get it over with the fans and and be over. You gotta give the man credit. He deserves more than just to walk to the ring. Um, for, for as much effort as he's putting into this character, you gotta give him credit. But anyways, guys, I want to thank you all for listening. Um, when I seen that Jeff Hardy debuted this past week on Wednesday, I knew I had to do a quick episode. I knew that I have to release another episode. So I, you know, I'm very excited to see what the future holds for not only Jeff Hardy, but the Hardy Boys. What the future holds for Sting, Moxley, Darby Allen, Brian Danielson, William Regal, Adam Cole, you know, guys like that. Um, I'm very excited. Give it, give it up for Tony Khan, guys. Because right now he's the ringleader. He's the one pulling all the strings right now. It will be interesting to see if Jeff Hardy can compete with his 90-day non-compete clause. It'll be interesting to see what WWE does if they end up suing or not. But like I said, with their back up up against the wall, who knows what's going to happen. So we'll just have to wait and see. But I just want to take the time to thank you guys for listening. It's been a, a bumpy few months, but like I said... Releasing more content each week. I want to thank you all for listening. Tune in next week for a new episode. Hopefully more exciting news from AEW or potentially WWE. I know that's a long shot, but we'll see what happens. You know, WrestleMania is coming up here soon, so maybe we'll get something exciting. But I want to thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. God bless. Good night.